You're listening to my dad's podcast. It's the Ron and Don Show, only on ronanddonradio.com. All right, you guys, what's going on? It's episode number 125 of the Ron and Don Show. We got a really special, cool guest stopping by. Uh, her name is Britt Widmer, and Britt is a friend of mine on Facebook. She's a huge real estate agent, but a lot of times when you look at her Facebook page, she has, just isn't selling castles over on the east side. She's also raising money for autism and autism awareness. Uh, in fact, her son, Gabriel, has autism. She's a single mom, raising two boys, and uh, she also has a new book coming out called Moving Millionaires. Don't go anywhere. Coming up on the Ron and Dawn Show, we'll talk to Britt Widmer from Britt's Picks, all right, on the other side of this. When it comes to your real estate journey, it truly is one of life's biggest transactions. If you're downsizing, upsizing, or right-sizing, Ron and Don can help you buy, sell, or invest in real estate. It all starts with a Ron and Don sit-down. That's what Heather and Juan Carlos did. We lived in Redmond, and the kids went to school there. We loved it. We loved it, so we were super worried about leaving, but I, it just had to happen. Ron and Don proposed a sit-down, so they came over to our house, and they could tell that I was like super excited and ready to go and frenzied and breathless, and they could tell right away that Juan Carlos was like measured and careful. They came super prepared and they came more in learning mode, right? And what was important to each of us. I want to look at the data and the details. I don't, it, for me, it's a big investment and I don't want to rush into things. And they were quick to see that, even though I never told them. Uh, and I really appreciated that. This house popped up. As soon as we saw it, Ron and Don were here. <laughs> The market was super hot right then, and so there were a lot of people clamoring for it. We were just such beginners that we didn't know that we would be able to compete in that kind of a field. We got so lucky. I don't think we could have gotten this house without Ron and Don. When you're ready to sit down with Ron and Don and start your real estate journey, schedule your time with the guys at ronanddonsitdown.com. You're listening to The Ron and Don Show on the Ron and Don Radio Network, ronanddon.com. All right, you guys, welcome. It's episode 125 of The Ron and Don Show. We told you we've got a very special guest today, and we are pumped out of our minds because we're heading across the water over to the east side. East side? Which, Do they even allow us over there? What's really weird about it. Uh, all Brit, allowed. Yeah, Brett Wimmer joins us right now. She's a gigantic real estate agent. We'll talk real estate here in a moment. She's with Brit's uh, Picks and the Brit Group. Uh, she's been in real estate now for the past uh, 18 years. So this is what I don't get. People typically, Ron and I lived on the east side when we were in our 20s. We love the east side. And then later on, when we came back to Seattle, we live in Seattle now. We love Seattle. We have much love for the east side. We have much love for Seattle. But it seems like, Britt, people that live here, they feel like they have to pick a side. So do you do you, do you you experience that with your friends, with your family, and with your real estate? That people are like, hey, I'm either an east sider or I'm a Seattleite, right? Okay, the struggle is real. That is the true story of two towns. And, okay. you know, having uh, born and raised here, I actually was uh, raised in Renton and then spent, you know, ever since college over on the Seattle side. And I was west side through and through. And so when I, uh, through some uh, things that we'll probably hit on later on in our, in our talk, I moved over to the east side kicking and screaming. And mm. having had done 12 years in real estate on the west side 
and really talking a lot of smack, quite frankly. Right. Side. Um, I had to suddenly go, hmm, I hope I, I hope I like this. And, you know, now I, I just love the east side. The lifestyle is easy. And I still do a lot on the west side just because, um, you know, my clients that I grew over the years. But, yeah, for sure, the struggle is real. There's a lot of smack talking. And, gosh, the political climate right now couldn't be any more divided, I think, uh, with the side. So, yeah, that's uh, I, I, you hit it on the head. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I, the thing I love about Britt is not only is she a real estate giant and she is so well respected on both sides of the lake. Uh, the thing that touches me to my soul, and I have, I have to be honest with you, I've gotten a little teary eyed a couple times uh, because of your son, Gabriel. And Gabriel has autism. It's something that your family doesn't hide. It's something that you celebrate. You talk about the fact that it's a superpower. And I remember Ron and I doing terrestrial radio and one of my friends finding out that his child was a special needs child and then really, really going into denial, really getting angry and sad about it and feeling like he had done something wrong as a parent. And then finally later on acceptance and, and then, and then even later than that, almost a celebration. Tell us a little bit about Gabriel, your walk a little bit, because there, there's folks out there that are listening right now, and maybe they're just finding out that their child has special needs, and sometimes you just don't know where the resources are, right? Right. Well, I was pretty lucky. Um, I had a really great pediatrician who, um, you know, I have two sons. My first son, um, he's 18 months older than Gabe, he um, he had uh, some speech um, speech things going on, and so I had already kind of had a bit of a an entree into uh, child development. And so, one when Gabe got to be about eighteen months old, um, there was you know, hey, we really think he should get into some speech therapy. And I was like on that like a heartbeat. And to me, that's no big deal. Speech therapy is no big deal. So we went into the the different processes and. Um, you know, I will tell you that when they dropped the bomb that um, Gabe was showing signs of having autism, that was when, you know, it's a heartbreak. Because this was back in 2010, 2011, and the word wasn't out. It, I did not know what autism meant, what kind of a life he'd have, what kind of life I'd end up having. And autism is a spectrum disorder, so really, um, there's kids on the autism spectrum that are nonverbal all the way up to extremely high functioning. Um, so where Gabe would land on that, um, it was, it was truly like a punch in the gut. Um, so, Brett, I gotta be honest with yeah. you because before I sort of became more educated on this, I have a vivid yeah. memory. I was in uh, an airport and there was a, uh, a couple, I, I presume that they're married. They were literally, dragging their child between they had each person had a, a an arm underneath their child's arm this this child seemed to be in a hundred percent distress and and just throwing a fit and they were dragging this child through the concourse and my reaction because i was ignorant was like what a brat what a brat their parents are taking them on a trip control your child. I'm trying to make it to my flight right now. What is going on? I had so many judgmental thoughts going through my head. Most likely that child was in distress, but not for being a brat. Yes. And I will tell you, both of you guys, I was a judgy 
amateur parent myself. I would always see people in the, in the grocery store, in a restaurant, um, and just thinking, that's never going to be me. That's never going to be me. And, um, and then, you know, you don't know what it's like to have, um, at least, at least, uh, at least Gabriel, he would get so, um, amped up that, you know, even gosh, another airport concourse situation. I was in, uh, uh, uh what is that? You know, you're going to another country. That right. Customs. Customs. I was at customs and the tantrum was just so bad. I mean, uh, and people, I think nowadays, they, they, they could see that there was something very wrong and they were so beautifully letting me get to the front of the line, um, trying to help me through. But um, yeah, I think as uh, an observer, it's very challenging because they, they don't necessarily have an outward sign of um, a disability. So it looks like they have a, um, you know, they're just a bratty kid. And that's, that's, part of the, that's part of my mission is to help uh, spread compassion with, for families that are affected with autism. What's it like for you? Because you're so put together and um, <laughs> you're in these situations. Did you feel horrified for your child and for yourself? Or what? That's got to just be a weird place to occupy. Um, I think you, at some point you just like put on some armor, some personal like and emotional armor and just have to like power through. You have to have, um, the patience, uh, the patience factor is pretty, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm, I think I've become a bit of a warrior and just knowing that this is my truth and Gabe, I mean, plus he's cute. So it helps a great right. deal. But, uh, <laughs> darling child. Um, and you know, it's, it's that, uh, it's that, connection that goes spills beyond the uh the tantrums or the issues um it is you know this he his the way that his brain operates is so different he's just wildly creative and um extremely cuddly and lovey and so those I, I have to hold those things really tight in my heart and my soul so that i can go you know um, it just, it, I can protect myself when uh, things are going awry. And luckily, um, you know, there are ways to uh, work with kids on this autism spectrum and help them be able to handle transitions better. And there's therapies that he's now um, been in. And so as time's gone on, I, I mean, it's gotten better and better. But um, yeah, no, it's, 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 to the long answer to your question is, um, yeah, you just have to, I mean, they're not going away. You got to figure it out and, uh, you do your best. Yeah. What kind of resources are there? A number of years ago, Ron and I hosted something for the Kindering Center and they asked, they asked us to come to the Kindering Center. We met some parents who had just found out that their child was autistic and they were asked to sit in a room and in the other room was, uh, their child. Mm-hmm. And their child was sitting there with uh, someone from the Kindering Center and communicating in a way that the parents couldn't with the child. And what they yeah. were doing is they were showing the parents that, hey, this is a way that you can connect with your son. And they were unable yeah. to connect with him. And these light, there's this real light bulb emotional moment 
and to sit there and watch that. It was so cool. It was so beautiful. It was so wonderful because they found the road. They, they, they found a bit of an instruction manual. They found yeah. some help. They found some resources. It's important for people to know when you're facing this, you don't face it alone, right, Brett? Absolutely. And what's really been the, what's, what's helped me a great deal is the community that I've created around, but I call them my bad moms club. It started with, uh, we got, I was getting together with my autism moms and, um, we were just going to watch a movie, bad moms. Uh, and so now we just call it the bad moms club and we have, uh, we get together and we can just have fun and be lighthearted, but we can also, you know, commiserate a little bit and um, really help with resources that we've gained over the over the years. So um, Kindering Center is amazing. Um, my son Gabe did not go there, but we were in Seattle at the time and we went to Boyer Clinic, which is also just top-notch um, help with in the forms of ABA therapy, which is um, the, the, the form of therapy that is used. Um, and then great organizations like Washington Autism Alliance and Advocacy um, and Autism Speaks also. There's, there are so much more uh, easy to reach uh, services um, now uh, that the time has passed. So you're not alone. If you're, if you're listening and watching and you have a child on the spectrum and you're uh, needing any sort of direction, absolutely reach out to me. I love being the, um, you know, kind of the go-to. You can find me on Facebook and, you know, absolutely message me and I'll help you find the right resources. Yeah. So you have two boys. How do you do it? Because you have this, <laughs> you, you, you have this incredible group, the Brit group. Yeah. Uh, how, how do you, how do you parent two boys and, and how do you parent the Brit group? Cause I'm sure you have to parent there too, right? Oh God, isn't that the, the question every parent wonders how they actually do it? Um, you know, I, I think that I just, uh, that's a question I, I really don't know how I actually do it. Some days I wonder if I'm doing it. Um, you know, it's just, you there's it's a it's a job that you that you are that you chose to do and you you know when I take on anything it's it's like oh man I really wanted to do what's best for the boys and so it's um it's a lot of just this this is this is the path I also with my job um, and luckily with real estate we're able to kind of define what kind of business we want to run. And um, I knew that uh, being a single parent and having two kids, uh, I, I, my job, my, my goal for my business is not to be the biggest grossing real estate broker. It's to be like the best broker with the, num the number of transactions I want to do every year. So I limit the work that I do on purpose because I do, I also love my kids. I love being around my kids. I love um, community and, uh, dinner parties. So I, I try very hard to give them a sense of a, a good hard work ethic, but also be there. And yet I've never been invited to a dinner party. Hmm. I oh my gosh. So You're invited now. I, don't know. I mean, I got to invite myself to this dinner party. It's just, just didn't invite himself. Upsetting. Yeah. He wasn't invited. I like it. <laughs> okay. You guys are totally invited. Yeah. All right. Uh, you, you all, on top of this, you're parenting two boys and then you have the Brit group and then you, you've also just written a book called Moving Millionaires. 
what is Movie Millionaires all about? It's, it's about to hit store shelves. This is really oh, cool, that's right? that's good. That's good. Okay, so um, Movie Millionaires, The Insider's Guide to Buying and Selling Luxury Real Estate, that is actually a book that has been uh, underway for about three years. I took, set out to write it, and I thought, no problem. Just work that right out. Right. Um, guys, it took a little longer than I expected. Right. Um, so it's finally at the editor's desk. Um, my publisher, Black Card Books, is um, working really hard at it. So that should be on. My goal with that, you know, it, it's not a Pulitzer Prize-winning uh, novel, but uh, what it is is it's like very uh, well. It's opinion-based and fact-based, uh, like down and dirty. How to how to buy and sell real estate at the luxury level, which in my, you know, right now in Seattle, it's probably 2.5 and above. Mm -hmm. um, and then also how to do real estate investments. It's because it's, it was made, meant for um, really being able to set myself apart with my luxury clients. The, mm -hmm. the people in West Bellevue, which I am actively market to, but also be able to share some of the experience that I had to help people get into that luxury market from a, from a realtor perspective and as a, as a consumer too. Yeah. Uh, talk to us a little bit about just the market right now. Uh, what's it feel like to you? What's going on out there? Okay. So um, that's a great question. Very, obviously very timely. Um, it is blowing up. Anything under 1.3 million is just going uh, extremely quickly. Multiple offers, Especially, I mean, I'm doing uh, several deals right now on the west side, and we've got like the 700 to 900,000 is just really, really hot. Um, and this is such great news because, you know, having been through the downturn before, I was facing some pretty serious PTSD uh, when we first went into the COVID shutdown. Um, and so it's really great to see a really extremely healthy market. Um, it's really cool too for buyers because the opportunity to hopefully um, pick up a house and have it not escalate hundred, two hundred thousand dollars over asking, which was what was happening just a few months ago. Um, so I, I do think for buyers, it's a great opportunity because the um, escalations aren't going to quite the area that it was once. Um, the one area that's really uh, a, a bigger challenge is anything that's in the uh, the non-conforming loan limit purchase price. So that's 1.5 and up um, has really slowed down quite a bit. Yeah. Um, it's because you can't get well. Th those type of loans are becoming more and more available, but for a while there, they just came to a standstill. Plus, um, there just wasn't. I mean, nothing was really moving. No one really wanted people in their homes. So I'm, I'm kind of on the fence with what's going to happen in the over, I think over 2 million will be an interesting uh, market to watch. Yeah. Tell us a little bit. I think this is interesting. They said for every real estate transaction, a broker like you may push an extra, and I think the number was $61,000 into the market. Uh, because you're going out there and you're hiring a stager because you're going out there and you're hiring someone to do the lawn because you're going out there and you're hiring someone to throw a roof on, whatever it is, oh. you, 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 you are not just providing a service for your client, but you are providing a service to a lot of people that end up 
uh, being employed as a result of buying or selling or investing in a piece of real estate, right? They're calling that 61,000. 61,000 transaction, yeah. Hey guys, we're single-handedly keeping this economy up. <laughs> exactly. That's right. That's You're right. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I just got the Brits picks guns. She just gives a double, double, double gun. <laughs> she does this thing on, on the internet where she does these double guns, and I just got the double guns from her. That's pretty uh, awesome. Yeah. All right. the special people's club now. Thank you. All right. Before you go, the book, Moving Millionaires, The Insider's Guide, that's going to be out when? Uh, th about three months. Okay. So a third or fourth quarter of this year. Okay. Very good. I'm going to give you the double guns on that. And then okay. When, and then when is the next dinner party that Ron and I are going to be invited to and we're going to wear our west side shirts just so you know and our west, okay. side, side. west side we're going to be representing the west side when we when we come i like to it i side, like it so you know, you know i don't have a bellevue t-shirt i might have to get one just to say i had one and wear let's it at the party um let's talk about it maybe in the next couple of weeks all right that sounds, that sounds good and then finally if there's parents out there and they're looking for resources they're looking for a website they're looking to find out more about they hear the word special needs uh or maybe even have a child in your family that's special needs and like ron just was really honest and i appreciated ron and saying hey i i i reacted incorrectly and it's because i didn't educate myself how can yeah. people educate themselves about kids with autism people with autism, humans with autism, and people with special needs? You know, I, there's an absolutely perfect video. It's on YouTube. I'm wondering if you'll allow me to share it with you guys, that yeah. you can post it. It, is, it, it breaks down uh, autism in such an easy-to-digest way, and I think it's, it's just a wonderful short video. It's, I don't know, three minutes. I'd love to share that with you guys that you can share on to other people for um, – enabling them to understand more and then for autism awareness or any other thing, any other things that are autism related um seattle children's autism center is a great resource i didn't mention before autism speaks and uh washington autism alliance and advocacy i can share with you all these links so you can okay spread the word that's what i do right. how's your toe before you go oh my gosh oh that is so I could actually show you my toe because I did just get a pedicure today. Thank <laughs> God. Uh, but yeah, I'm fully healed. Thank you. That was. Um... <laughs> well, I, I was looking at these pictures and it looked like I, I was just throwing through Facebook one day and it's incredible because you see Britt, you see all these incredible homes and castles and all kinds of stuff <laughs> that she sells. And she sells top line stuff, you guys. And then also, if she's selling a $200,000 condo, she gives you everything she has on that too. She will make you feel. Like it's let's get to twenty million dollar condo. I mean, that's just the way the way she is. And and then all of a sudden, I see this picture of you, and it looks like your your foot is now turned into a club, and you're just like, hey, Brit's picks uh, is now pick the couch, and I'm picking the couch for a few weeks. And I'm just hanging out. So I was wondering what happened to this club of a foot that you had. Um, good news: the club has now shrunken down into a okay. reasonably normal sized toe. Um, okay. yeah, I had a, a bone spur that needed to go away and mm. uh, it was really bothering me in my high heels, which I do love wearing. So, um, yeah. now I'm, I'm better. I can, oh. I can hit the, hit the high heels again. Okay. Although in COVID it's like, who needs high heels anymore? Right. Yeah. I don't wear mine, but once a week now. So okay. I used to wear them <laughs> at church. But back. I was getting a little bit worried. 
Yeah, who goes to church anymore? Uh, Ron, <laughs> anything you'd like to say before uh, Britt Widmer goes from Britt's Picks? And uh, check her out online. Brit's I have Picks a pair of high heels missing. Did you take them out of my closet? <laughs> no. No, it was me. No. So. Okay, there you go. <laughs> oh, that was for you. Okay. Uh, Britt, thank you so much. Our best to you. Our best to your family. Our, be- our best to Britt's Picks. And uh, we hope to see you at a dinner party, all masked up, sitting six feet apart sometime soon. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for helping me get the word out. For autism awareness, this really means a lot to me. Yeah, it means a lot to us too. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. We'll see you later. Bye. Don't go anywhere unless you want to. It's the Ron and Don Show, starring Ron and Don, and sometimes me at ronanddon.com. All right, you guys, episode 125. Ron, what did you learn from uh, Britt Widmer uh, moments ago? And it sounds like we may have gotten ourselves invited to a dinner party. I'm still wondering. How you eat dinner with people, though, when you have your when you have your mask on? I, I doubt there's ever an invitation for me. I, whenever you have to do that, I was trying to elbow my way in. It's probably not going to happen. I, you know what? I, I love talking to people like Britt because I think when you're a single person like myself, uh, and you don't, you, you forget what it's like and what a struggle it is for other people, and I, even watching you. Um, raise uh, a 10 year old. I, 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 a lot of times we'll just step back and reflect and go, you know what? That's, it's an amazing amount of effort. Uh, especially with parents this year that have had to basically be a parent and the teacher and the activity coordinator and the PE, t- PE teacher mm-hmm. and the book club member and technical support and the music teacher. And it goes on and on and on. It's never ending. Uh, it, it just is something I like to remind myself of of like, hey, um, be more compassionate. Be more willing to, uh, when someone says, hey, I'm going to be 10 minutes late, don't be freaked out about it because they may have a kid that needs an extra 10 minutes uh, to get where they're going or to make a lunch or to calm them down. Uh, And so it just is a reminder to me uh, to have a longer fuse with people right now, especially, but just in life in general. What about you? You know what? I, I like what she said. She she said something that my son said to me one day, and I was thinking about it today. I was out uh, just I was I was doing some yard work, and um, hmm. Hmm. Uh, my son was in the car one day, and we had these talks on the way to school, and because we weren't going to school, we would just go for drives and I would say, Hey, would you, would you like to go for a drive today? And he loves doing that. Cause he loves, he loves talking and he loves having what he calls deep talks. And he asked me one day what my philosophy was. And I said, you know, Gunnar, I, I, I didn't have a philosophy uh, for most of my adult life. Uh, and I'm a little shamed about that. Um, but as I've gotten older and in the last couple of years, I've really sought to have a philosophy and a, a belief system and to challenge myself about what my moral compass is. Uh, and a lot of that's because of him, right? A lot of that is because of him and the, and, and the way that he sees the world. So he told me, he told me one day, because I'm very open with him about the struggles that I've had with alcohol in my life. And he just told me, he goes, you know, daddy, he goes, he goes, you're not drinking. He goes, uh, you have to remember that's your superpower. Hmm. So, so when Britt talked about 
her son Gabriel, and that is autism, is his superpower. Uh, in the videos that I've seen her with Gabe and uh, at events, uh, raising money for, for kids like Gabe, uh, it truly is, because he truly is a, a very, very special uh, young man. And not only celebrated by her, but by her tribe and all the people around her. So, um, so I think that's pretty wonderful that sometimes the thing that we believe holds us back the most is actually the accelerator for our lives. Um, and that's Gabriel's accelerator. So what is a philosophy of your life? <sighs> Have a 10 year old ask you that. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, He's on vacation, so I'm missing our, I'm missing my little buddy on our little trips, but I'll see him soon. Ron, any uh, final thoughts as we get out of here? Episode uh, 125, anything you want folks to remember? Because like Britt Widmer, we are licensed brokers too, aren't we? Yeah, if you want to do a Rondon sit-down, we would love to do it. We're scheduling them virtually now uh, and, and really enjoying that. It's It's uh, been a lot of fun to meet some folks, uh, get some uh, houses that we're, we're working on right now. It's always exciting uh, to go through the entire process. So just email me, ron at windermere.com. Uh, someone asked me the other day, are you the only Ron in Windermere? Yes, I'm the only Ron in all of Windermere. Ron at windermere.com will set up a virtual call. Even if you're not buying or selling and you just want some info, those to me are some of our, our best Ron and on sit-downs where we just sort of explore some hypotheticals. So uh, reach out to us and we can definitely get that scheduled for you. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by, you guys. We appreciate you. We love you. That's episode 125. Don't forget, if you're looking for us, just go to ronanddon.com. Uh, you click on the radio microphone, find out everything about the radio show. Almost 600,000 spins now. How about that? That's amazing. And then also, you can also find out about our real estate journey and how we can be a part of yours. And don't forget, Britt Widmer, she's a pretty darn good real estate agent, too. Uh, so if you need someone... Uh, consider Britt Widmer, all right? Head up, shoulders back. And don't forget, if you have something in life that's holding you back, it's probably your superpower. It's about to be unleashed on the world. <laughs> all right. Charlie's chewing on my shoe. I gotta go. We'll talk to you next time for episode 126 only on the Ron and Don Radio Network. Hey, it's G-Force O'Neill, the brains of this operation, and the voice of the Ron and Don Show. Well, that's it. Show's over. We'll see you next time on the Ron and Don Radio Network. Oh,